You are now listening to Pre-Gaming with Paulie. You work for the business, I am the business. Goddamn right. That's the mentality there. Speaking of like the first email being like at Mike or whatever, I saw me and Lindsay driving the other day, saw a big shady looking like child molester van and the back of it's the license plate was just yoga. It was just yoga, (laughs) not yoga one, not yoga (laughs) or something. It was just yoga. But that's... the license plate looked like it was from the 40s. It was so faded, but it was New Jersey yoga. That guy Fox, that's vintage. Yeah. Yeah. Now, do you yeah. think this guy does <laughs> yoga or runs a yoga type business, or he just is yes. interested in meeting people who like yoga? I'm just thinking, how long or how much money do you think some girl in Asbury Park was willing to pay for that license plate from him? Just to say that this is I own this license plate. I Something am the yoga queen. Yeah, I am for yoga, yoga. You could get triple digits, and on that note, I clicked start recording because I just kind of liked the energy that was going on. There was a good, there was a good vibe over this, over this Skype interface, and we're here on a very special pregame with Pauly episode. Another two guest episode hasn't happened in a while. First People season on, two. What's that? I think it's the first season two. First season two. People on Twitter were saying, what are we going to get two people on? What are we going to get two? And people were saying, super fans of the show, fans from 2017 pregame with Paulie, were saying, when are we going to get the combo swaggy galley Mike Setti back? And wait no more because they're here. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you, fellas. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having us. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, it's been it's been how many years since we've been on your show? Is it three or four years? Something Had like been. that. We down in Belmar, right? Mm-hmm. That was, I remember the. I think that was about four years ago. Yeah, it's three or four. One of those. I remember when we were first on. We had no, we, me and Mike had no idea what to expect, so we were boozing beforehand. We're like, yeah, we'll just go a little liquored up. Little did we know when we got on the show, Paul had like five different drinks in front of us <laughs> in which he ensured that we tried every single one of them before we went live. Um, and then we went live and we had even more. So I hope that's buried in the backyard. But those were the yeah, days. So that, was a, that was a different era of pregame with Paulie. That, d- during that era, we would get like blacked out during the show and they would be like three hours. Like, and what what you just said was like a popular sentiment of people who I asked to come on. They were like, "Yeah, I figured like we I'd come over for like like a half hour and we'd have like a few beers, and then it'd be like three hours later, and we'd emerge from the room that got so fucking hot it was like a sweat pit. Be like, I'm alive, and then you would go like, right out from there. That those, was those episodes incredible. were amazing. those episodes I did like four of them and i i think i blacked out all four and then to go back even those were the days how about the start of this time we were doing it when we were doing the shots uh the games with consequences i feel like i blacked out a few of those so now we're going back to work and we have to dial it back a little bit just just a little bit not too much (laughs) yeah but i I like you guys you go paul is that uh just before Super fan friend of the podcast, Jess Fulham, was telling me that she thinks 
the past few episodes, we really haven't been getting that drunk. And she said, and the fans notice. And I said, huh. uh, hmm, well, ask and you shall receive. So I and think what better two people to have on, on the show than me and Chris, right? <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. So what do you guys, what are you guys drinking? Okay, that, well, well, that's a good question. I was going to point out, I like that they both showed up drinking wine tonight and Chris wearing a turtleneck. <laughs> I feel underdressed and just uh, drinking a Bud Light over here outperformed. I would have I would have poured some wine for myself. Well, well I don't go out well. often nowadays. That that's for sure. This is like the highlight of my month. I'm going to be honest with you. It goes <laughs> it goes Hanukkah, Christmas, pre-gaming with Polly. Wow. Mm. I love the Hanukkah. Take that, Gentiles. <laughs> you so, celebrating for Hanukkah? Yeah, I actually am. I'm a I'm 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 gonna be in a fucking Laka cook-off, dude. Ooh. Big big steaks at the Laka cook-off. Hanukkah's going on right now? No, it starts um I think Thursday night's the first night. How many lockers are you preparing to make? I haven't thought that far, but I feel like uh, like lockers you I, you gotta make like dozens at a time, right? Like I feel I feel like who makes like three latkes? You know, you you have to make like thirty of them, even if yeah. you even if it's just for like two people. It's more it's more for the show, absolutely. <laughs> who are you in the cook off with? It's uh it's me and my brother. He 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 narrowly beat me in a matzo ball cook off last year, which I still think there's a lot of discrepancies. Um, I think that there was some fraud in the voter count. I think. Um, there was some fishy business. I'm just saying it stunk. It stunk of fishy business. Um, but, you know, we're moving on. We're trying to get to, you know, we're, we're trying to beat them with lockers. And I think this year is going to be my year. Whole lot of lockers. Who are the judges for these? Because, you know, if you're looking for judges, please, I'm more than happy to. <laughs> well, last year it was like uh, my aunt and uncle and like that kind of people but now that's not really going to happen so i i don't i don't know who's even going to be the judges are am i judging my own locker right because then then you're a shoo-in right <laughs> i mean it's a it's a fucking vested interest but i will say chris to answer your mm. question you know when i was texting you guys saying oh we're gonna go and blah, 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 blah. chris you said let's go i'm already a few glasses of wine deep me being me saying I want to be more like every day. I say I want to be more like Chris. <laughs> like, nice. oh my! Wait, no one texted me this. <laughs> every, <laughs> I never got the uh, the wine memo. Are you guys serious? You guys add me to the group chat after you guys talk about what everyone's drinking. <laughs> Fine. You know what? You guys are drinking wine. Uh, I'm drinking a eggnog, white Russian, little wow. tis season wow. type. Wow. So I maybe I'll get some wine poured after this drink. I'm actually chin, chin. that looks incredible. But cheers, fellas. Very tasty. Now I'm drinking me... some I'm drinking what am I drinking? Apothic red. I got this little like uh, golf ball at the top that kind of holds it together. Um I thought I lost this one on the uh, fourth hole, but I guess Got not. Gadgets. <laughs> I like that you say it holds it together and not like it keeps it closed. <laughs> like if you take the golf ball out, it like explodes. <laughs> Pretty much. I'm drinking this white wine that, to me, there's no different. Like, once you pass $10, 
on a bottle of wine, everything from ten to like a hundred dollars tastes exactly the same. Thoughts. So true. <laughs> Thoughts. Uh, I could. Sh- I probably say like ten to fifty. I feel like, uh, not that I'm you know Rockefeller over here buying fifty to a hundred plus bottle a dollar bottle of wine, but uh, I feel like you know you're you're drinking like an eighty ninety dollar bottle of wine. Maybe it's just I'm already drunk at that point, and I'm just like, ooh, you know, this tastes fancy or it tastes incredible. That but, boy's got legs. Right. I I don't know if I would. <laughs> I don't know if I, I would say that. But again, I also wouldn't, you know, consider myself to be a, you know, wine. Someone yay. Yeah. I don't know. What I'm, you, what I'm happy. I'm happy you put ice in your white because I think. There's certain people who put ice cubes in their red wine, and I, and it's it's just mind blowing to me. I get it, sangria. It's it's better chilled. Some people think when you're drinking red wine, I think that should be at room temperature. And I think white wine could go either way. If there's ice, I think it's welcomed. If there's no ice, then it's like, why aren't you having ice in your in your wine? So I appreciate that on your end, Paul. Does, does anyone even drink white wine at room temperature? I feel like that's like a no, that's know. supposed I, to be in the you're, fridge. You're getting a weird look from me immediately if you're drinking <laughs> white wine at room temperature at the table. Here, here's a bombshell <laughs> about me, Chris, and I'm afraid that we might now have some friction during the podcast. I much prefer <laughs> red wine cold. I don't Ugh. do I don't do room temperature drinks that aren't water. Like water is fine room temperature, but red wine to me is way better when it's cold. I don't, it's not refreshed. It's like, it, it makes me more thirsty when I drink red wine at room temperature. Paul, you, you, just, you, you just heard people say that you're supposed to drink at room temperature and you said, no, I don't care. That's your no. vibe. <laughs> I don't no. care. <laughs> wine rebel. It's like, oh, is everyone else doing this? I'm going to do that. I'll put ice cubes yeah. in red wine. That's always been my kind of vibe, you know. I've always been like the other. I'm just like a drifter of society. Oh, do you, you do this? No, no, no. I'm gonna do a cartwheel instead. That's what. I, that's the kind of guy I am. Living life on the hey. edge. Screw yeah. the conformists. Steady. What kind of wine are you drinking? So I'm actually drinking. So this is a Gabe Seti made bottle of wine. Uh, my dad makes his own wine uh, wow. each year, and. So this is a Cab Sauv blend. Wow, uh, that's my favorite. Yeah, it's uh, honestly, I, I got to say, one, saved a hell of a lot of money thanks to this guy making wine. So that, that's why I, I don't, you know, buy those 50 to $100 bo- uh, dollar bottles of wine. Um, and two, I think they're a lot stronger than what they sell in the stores. And I don't know if maybe it's just that's how all like homemade wines are. But I feel like these are way stronger than what I'm getting at uh, the liquor stores. I can believe that. You know what? Now that you say it, I feel I think I've had your dad's wine at hashtag Greg Z's graduation party. Yes. hundred percent. And I remember thinking it was like (laughs) fucking amazing. (laughs) (laughs) I I think I brought a few bottles over. Uh, Absolutely, to celebrate Mr. Z's uh, graduation. And this was a young Paul. This was not a Paul who was accustomed to drinking wine. And I had some this wine. This when and he I was said, still drinking you... the red wine at room temperature. Exactly. <laughs> no, dude, I, I actually put ice in it. <laughs> room temperature, Paul. <laughs> Don't tell Gabe Steady that, but I definitely put some ice in it. 
Don't worry. Your secret's safe with me. I'll tell him not to listen to this episode. <laughs> and I'll tell you one thing. I feel like we should jump right into our first segment. You guys are unfamiliar with this as veterans of the show. This was not part of the old show. It's part of the new show. But our okay. first segment is called This Week in Dude News. This Week in Dude News. Now, what This Week in Dude News is... Me and Mike both independently find a news article. We read it aloud to you, at least parts of it, and then we comment on it. Beautiful. Sound good? Let's get Sounds it going, great. boys. So my article is, it t- it's titled, oh, wait, here we go. It's called Woman, <laughs> Woman Left Hallucinating for Months. I already months. don't like it. <laughs> yeah. as soon as I heard woman I was like alright new Boo. news to me definitely, definitely, no it's new news to me alright go ahead Paul I'm sorry one more time <laughs> woman left hallucinating for months after eating five day old service station sushi immediate reaction is that's what you get That that's what you get when you eat five day old gas station sushi dare I say you deserve it I don't know. Medics treating the woman, a 34-year-old only identified as JC, (laughs) Jesus Christ, were left bamboozled bamboozled as to what was causing her illness until they eventually found something lurking in her gut. Hmm. So, a woman suffered hallucinations, insomnia, and incontinence. I don't know what that means. For months, for months, she suffered it for months after she ate five-day-old sushi from a service station. That's a long time. The first thing that comes to mind is like, like after she ate it, I wonder if she was like, "That was delicious!" Like, wow, I would love to be hallucinating for two months after eating this this piece of sushi. (laughs) Like, it was was it that worth it? Is is like my first question to her would be, and also. Uh, I wonder what kind of roll she got. Was it like a, a like a salmon <laughs> or roll, like nice little, uh, lobster you know, roll? Tuna? I want to know if she knew it was five days old. That I think is the biggest question. Because if you know that it's a five day old sushi roll, one, if you're getting sushi from a gas station, there's your first problem. Yeah, how hungry do you have to be? <laughs> right? <laughs> did she like you know? Did she go like a full day without eating, and this was the only thing she can get her hands on? There's and no that, way that a Mickey D's wasn't down the road. You know that. <laughs> right. That you need to resort to this. Because you can get a, you know, there's plenty of juicy items on the dollar menu. <laughs> These are all valid questions. The first one I want to address is, <laughs> is Chris. When you said, like, the way you phrased your first question almost made it seem like you think she ate it on purpose to get hallucinations. Is it, am, I, am I reading that question right? <laughs> no, I mean, yes and no. Like sometimes when you have like, for instance, today I got a I posted on my Instagram story. I got a call. Right. Eric Hammer's outside. He's like, can you come outside? I said, of course. It's Eric Hammer. Of course, I'm going to go outside. So I run oh, outside. Man, strong. He had Hansel and Griddle waiting for me because he was in the area of Hansel. Now, uh-huh. had I known that I was going to hallucinate for two months straight from eating this Hansel as hungry as I would. I was, I would have seriously considered it. That's how hungry I was at that point. So mm. she could have been like starving when she's like, listen, I can't eat these M- peanut M&Ms. 
I can't eat this pretzel from Wawa. You know, that's all dried up, tasting like cardboard. I'm going to go for the sushi. I don't care what it does to me. I think that's kind of how it goes sometimes. It's like, you don't care. It's like when you're eating drunk pizza. Like, you know it's disgusting sometimes, the, the pizza. But when you're drunk, it's just that much better that it's worth it to eat at that point. So mm. I kind of give her the benefit of doubt. Okay. I see what you're saying. Now, the rest of those questions we're going to answer in the midst of this article. <laughs> so her symptoms... Oh, okay. So... Medics treating the woman, a 34-year-old, only identified as JC, as we said Jesus before. Christ. Jesus Christ. Christ. Yep. <laughs> Listen, e even Jesus had flaws, you know? <laughs> We're left bamboozled as to what was causing her illness of, until they eventually discovered the problem living in her gut. A giant tapeworm had been lurking in her stomach for nine months. You could make a baby in nine months. And she had, a, she had a tapeworm in her stomach for nine months. Her symptoms started after she arrived home late from work and realized she hadn't eaten all day. So I think someone asked, had she not eaten all day? She had not eaten all day. Starving and with no restaurants open to order from, there's your Mickey D's question. I still don't buy it because like, McDonald's BS. is always Mickey there. D's is always there. Yeah, exactly. You see those golden arches for miles. <laughs> she opened the fridge and spotted some sushi she'd bought five days ago from a service station. So she did oh, know it was wow. five days so that I think oh that my. makes it way worse. Oh way my worse. God. If you're going to buy sushi. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. If you're I buying sushi from a. If you're buying it from, you know, a gas station. If you don't eat it that day, it's it's done. It's over. You're throwing it. I'm out. gonna say you buy sushi from anywhere. It's 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 that moment. It's that meal, or it's done. Who holds right? that as a leftover? Look, I don't eat fish. I don't eat sushi. But I know one <laughs> thing that that's why I don't eat it is because it gets smelly and bad, and and it, it you know it has to be the way it is, like fresh. Who the fuck would order? And not even order. You just picked it up from a gas station. And, but you bought it from a... Who orders anything or buys anything from a gas station that they don't need right that second? Like if you get a Wawa Hogan because you're at Wawa driving on a road and, and you're just grabbing it to eat it that second. You're not grabbing it to put it in your fridge for later. Hmm, this will be Friday's... Monday morning. Let me yeah. go get Friday's dinner. <laughs> she probably went home and was like, yum. Like, I can't wait to eat this sushi. Like, there's something probably mentally wrong with her when she was, like, when she put it in her fridge and she shut that fridge and you hear, like, the of the door and she's, like, ah, can't wait to have that tomorrow. Like, there, <laughs> See, but you know. now I have more questions, though. They, she had no frozen items that she could have. A nice little hot pocket would have sufficed. Um, nothing else. Eggs. Yeah. Anything that, you know. I'll eat a raw egg before multiple raw eggs before I'm eating five day old rest, uh, you know, gas station sushi. Yeah, I'd eat paint chips off the wall. Yes. Yeah, five day old gas station gas station sushi is pretty pretty low on the bottom of things of <laughs> rankings of things I would eat. If like you know, if there's like a thousand things in my house, it's probably like a thousand. It's pretty <laughs> close down there. So her friend who I guess is, like, speaking on behalf of JC, says... <laughs> she's hallucinating. She's, she says... <laughs> she's the still hallucinating. <laughs> yeah. The fish did taste a little sour, but she just put soy sauce on it to mask it out. 
The five-day-old sushi was so uneventful, she didn't even remember eating it. Well, I mean, it seems like it turned out to be pretty eventful. But, like, a little sour? There's no way it tasted a little sour. So... To Mike's point, and Mike said, you know, he doesn't eat fish or sushi. I don't either. I like fish skeeve me out. I will eat the occasional sushi, but only I'm with you, Mike. Uh, only <laughs> like lobster crab rolls. That's probably about it. But when I do have it, it is absolutely doused and covered grossly in soy sauce. So I I can I see her point that maybe she didn't really taste the sourness because it was so masked by soy sauce. But that that <laughs> she didn't even remember the benefit it. of the doubt I'll give her. So she didn't even remember it. She she didn't even know how. So she just woke up. One, wonder what she was envisioning when she was hallucinating. Like, and what was, she, was it? Uh, that's also what I want to know. Was she like <laughs> super stoned that like she yeah. doesn't remember eating this? What I also want to know is at at any point during her nine months of hallucinations, was she like <laughs> this is like actually pretty cool? You know, like was she like enjoying any part of it? <laughs> If you would have told me about a week or so, I would have said, you know, what gas station was it? I, I'm kind of down. But <laughs> I don't know if I can go months, dude. Like you're at you're at your job and like you just start hallucinating, so tripping long. balls like so long. At yeah, it must come on and off a lot then. And... Yeah. Yes. So it says she spent months suffering with malnutrition. That doesn't sound fun. Incontinence. No. I still don't know what that means. Sleepless nights anxiety and hallucination oh this is what she was hallucinating does anyone want to guess what she was hallucinating before i tell you was uh, she envisioning like fish like around her like head not a bad guess <laughs> wait um, i'm gonna say shit i don't know I, I i got nothing it's like nothing the, super funny but like i feel like walls, it's something that's walls, guessable was it like the walls were were like dancing like the walls were shimmying very close Oh, hell Hallucin- yeah. Hallucinations of bugs crawling up the walls and underneath her skin. That sounds fucking not fun at all. <laughs> okay. No, no, thank you. That is that is multiple months of like a terrible shrooms or acid trip. <laughs> no, thanks. So yeah, it began that's... with insomnia, with the sleepless nights leaving her anxious and confused, feeling like her heart was beating out of her neck. I've never heard someone say that. Beating out of your neck? Neck. That's like a, you're holding down your jugular for a second. You know? <laughs> she seems like and a heartthrob. <laughs> Around the same time, JC started having stomach cramps, feeling her stomach jiggle and shake before she went to the toilet. So before she took a shit, the tapeworm was doing a fucking dance in her stomach. A little and salsa what, dance. Okay. Hey. <laughs> He's listening to some fucking <laughs> Justin Bieber down there. <laughs> <laughs> Does it say how old this lady is? 34. That's too 30. old to be m- making decisions like this. You and should know better. Yeah. How long into these hallucinations did she then go to seek help? Well, it was nine months, I believe. And and where what state? What's is she in the states? Florida. This is on mirror.co.uk. So oh, I'm okay. guessing it's it's in England, but this sounds like a fucking like Missouri type yeah. story you know? i hate missouri man somewhere where there it's isn't even an ocean by for fish you know those like... fucking losers in missouri again it's probably them. <laughs> i even if she lives in england i bet you she's from missouri and she, yeah. she moved to the ozarks <laughs> so uh 
In the weeks after, JC told her husband it felt like a fish was flapping around in her belly. She endured mm. months of treatment, blood tests, and examination examinations, and was rushed to the hospital twice and suffering terrifying seizures before doctors realized it might be a tapeworm and examined her stool and discovered thousands of tapeworm eggs. Now, uh, listen, I'm not a doctor. <laughs> I'm not a doctor. But not? doesn't it feel... Doesn't it feel like getting a stool sample should have been higher up on their list of things? It seems like she was going up. The, like, at no Added. point, like, none of the doctors thought of that until she had a fucking a bunch of seizures. I'm gonna, I was going to say, at what point do you blame the doctors for that? You, you go multiple times and they can't figure it out? Like, dude, or dudes. <sighs> I'm hallucinating. <laughs> I feel bugs crawling <laughs> in my skin. My heart's popping out of my Adam's apple. Like, what do you want from me? <laughs> the first thing, if you tell me those symptoms, I'm going to say, look at, take a shit right here. I'm going to check it out. <laughs> right. We're doing everything we can. <laughs> can you she probably see something? <laughs> Pop it out right here. Don't even go to the bathroom right here. We're examining. <laughs> They're probably like, uh, she's got COVID. No, she's good. She's All she's got is COVID. It's COVID related. <laughs> related. No joke. No joke. <laughs> they also found broken off segments of a tapeworm in her shit. Thousands of tapeworm eggs and broken off segments of a tapeworm in her duty. The parasite loves vitamin B12 and is known to compete with humans in infects for the nutrient, which is exactly what it had been doing to JC. Effective effectively starving her nerves and cells of an essential building block. She was given a single dose of some kind of drug, an anti-worm medication, and made a full recovery. Can, wait, my one day. question is, okay, so this was going on for nine months. She finally went to the hospital, I guess. They figured it out within some time frame. But nine months after she ate this piece of sushi, I mean, I guess that sticks out to you so hard that it was a five-day-old gas station piece of sushi that you might remember it. But could you tell me what you ate, like some bad piece of food that you ate nine months ago to, to link back all these symptoms? Like, I feel like you would forget. Like, if I ate some, like, poor or, like, old chicken nine months ago, you think I'm going to go, like, oh, yeah, I ate that chicken. Like, does she know for a fact it was this piece of tuna or piece of uh, sushi, whatever it was? So like, how slandering the, know the rest, yeah. Don't yeah. slander the poor old gas station. It's yeah, up. maybe it wasn't that. Maybe it was like she cooked food the the a week later, and that's when it started. And she I'll tell you what, though, if she ate five day old gas station sushi, I'm pretty sure that's, that's probably prob that's probably what it was. It's <laughs> 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 a 99 percent chance that that's probably what it was. But how do you even like? remember i mean i guess you would remember that you ate nine day or five day old sushi but it's just remarkable to say like oh yeah nine months ago i ate that like i can't remember anything i ate nine months ago right when you're when you're in the doctor's office for like the eighth time and they're like yeah let's take a stool a stool sample can you remember like anything you know out of the norm that you've done in the last you know since you felt uh, you know started feeling these symptoms oh yeah it was the uh the old gas station sushi Five yeah. days old, I left it in the fridge. That was my bad. I was starving. Maybe, maybe, yeah, like maybe like a month later, like I've been feeling sick for this month. Like, why <laughs> did it take her so long to go to the hospital? Why did it take so long for anything to happen? And then so, you still track it back to the sushi. 
A few things. I don't know exactly if the first time she went to the hospital was nine months, but I know that the tapeworm was in it for nine months. And my the the only thing I could think of is maybe this eating of gas station sushi really was like an outlier for her. And she really was like starving and just like resorted to that. And maybe like in her normal everyday life, she never eats anything crazy like that. So she's it's like, her husband it had to be that. And she was just starving. But I don't believe that because if you're someone who's going to eat five-day-old sushi, you know, you got to be like, this was not yeah, her first offense doing something like this. Yeah, you know? she's done this. She's definitely done this before. I'm curious to what, like, the guy selling it, like, if he sold other, like, batches of this same exact sushi to other people. Well, it's well, not all they would have ate it that day. Yeah. I would have hoped that someone was in her fridge <laughs> for five days. Yeah. If Wawa sold sushi, I would hope everyone who bought it would eat it that day. Right. Oh, yeah. true. It's gross like, to me. I'm I just think thinking Wawa about it. would tell you walking out the door, like the cashier <laughs> as you rung it up, like, "Hey, eat, eat this now." <laughs> like, enjoy your meal home and eat tonight. You're <laughs> eating that today, please, please. But now, please. Here, here's the million dollar question. Now that this tapeworm is gone and she's made a full recovery, Ugh. oh, tell me that. Oh, oh Jesus, disgusting, right? <laughs> so. Okay, so so, (laughs) will she eat sushi ever again? I feel like you can't. I feel like you can't. I wouldn't. So I didn't experience, obviously, anything like this. But I don't eat fish or anything like that these days. When I was younger, probably like 12, I was eating tuna, like tuna fish sandwiches. And both my sisters didn't eat fish at this point, but I would. And I had a really bad piece of tuna. Like, it was hard. It made me, like, gag and everything. And that's why I haven't touched it since. So I would hope someone that has this experience doesn't touch it for the rest of their lives. It's it's something that sticks with me you, for the past 15 years. Have you been what? hallucinating since? Like, how, how are the hallucinations after you had this that piece of tuna? This isn't even happening, Mike. Mike. Honestly, that would make <laughs> a whole lot of sense for what happened since the last time I eat tuna in my whole life. <laughs> <laughs> it would make everything just align and be like, that's why you're crazy. That's why you're the way you are. The stars are now aligning. I get it now. <laughs> All right. My segment this week in Dude News. So I've spoke on this topic back in the beginning of this um, podcast version here about. Uh, sorry, I'm pulling it up. So the government releasing the UFO files is interesting to me these days. Uh, so, again, being released in 2020 during the, the, you know, the pandemic and where it almost gets like shuffled to like the and the election to like the, the back page of news to where they're releasing. The Pentagon is like saying, oh, yeah, we confirm that's a UFO. Yeah, we have no idea. That's our real footage. We have no idea what that the fucking thing is. <laughs> And but it's coming out in days where no one talks about it. So we've talked about it earlier in this this year of podcasting. Uh, we went into depth with it, but another one was just released like two days ago of another Navy pilot. This time off of our coast, the East Coast over here, and another picture was taken from the pilot's cell phone of this giant object that was flying as fast as he was, I guess, up there. And and the Pentagon is. Uh, or the Navy, I, I, let me pull up the article, is is confirming that they're calling it a UFO and they have no idea. And they confirm it's real footage from their pilot. 
But Pentagon responds to the release of a photograph taken by a Navy pilot showing an unidentified object is the headline from December 4th. Uh, new media reports what is described as an unidentified, unidentified aerial object or a UAP, they're calling it, flying near a Navy jet. Uh, let me figure out the actual gist of this. But do you guys think, I just want to pull this question up because that's that's the gist of the real news. Um do you guys think this would have been released to the public from the Pentagon if it wasn't 2020 with all, everything else happening this year? Absolutely not. This no. is by far the smartest thing they can do. That way they can cover their ass and cover their own tracks in the event that, you know, down the line, something else occurs and people are like, oh, well, the government hid this from us. The government, you know, are trying to, you know, conceal everything. No. No, we didn't. We, you know, we told the public on numerous occasions in 2020, sorry that you guys, you know, were so caught up in the whole coronavirus, in the whole presidential election. Um, no, not this is this is actually perf perfection in terms of strategic release of news. And hats off to them, honestly. <laughs> this is well done. <laughs> was there a date stamp on when they took the picture? I guess that's my kind of my so question. This, the picture was taken in 2018. And the prior ones that were released earlier this year, which were, was uh, they released a video and I think a couple of videos. Um, I think they were from like, like 2010. Like, they were a lot earlier this decade. And that was one that I brought up, the lead singer of Blink-182. Well, I guess the old lead singer, Blink-182, Tom, mm -hmm. right? Tom? Uh, yeah. He said it was confirmed that he spoke to, uh, like, admirals in the Navy and everything. Year, like, this was, like, years ago on Rogan, like, three, four years ago, and confirmed that an admiral told him it was real. And he leaked the footage himself with his organization. <laughs> and it took, like, four years and everyone said Tom was crazy. It took four years for them to confirm that the video he leaked was real. So everything he said almost was confirmed that people do meet with Tom and he is meeting with generals. And he really, he's told some weird story about he met a general at like Chicago airport because he wouldn't <laughs> meet him anywhere else. And then as soon as the conversation was done, he got on a plane and left. Some wild crap. Air International Airport is the only way you're getting this classified information. Exactly. You meet me at Terminal C, Gate 36, and this is where you will get the information you're seeking. And the sad part think... of the top is people actually like called him crazy, and they're like, you're insane, you're insane. And years later, it's almost confirmed. <laughs> but, like, seriously, though, the only thing that makes me skeptical, and I'm being completely serious, is that if they're real, I, like, I'm sure there are, like, really UFOs, but if there really was any sort of, like, history of the U.S. government, like, speaking to another life, like, an alien life form, Trump would have leaked it within two weeks of being president. Like, with, do you think Trump's even he's waiting? Until do you think, do you think he even knows? I don't think Do you they, think they would no, even tell him. No, they're completely hiding it from him. He's the one who <laughs> U.S. history. They're like, all right, uh-uh, we can't, we can't give this guy this information. <laughs> Let's tell Pence. Let's up. keep Don out of this. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, Jesus. I, I, so two things. Well, three things. First thing is, I definitely think UFOs are real. I definitely think that that was 
like most likely just leaked out for whatever reason. I don't know how, why it's so much later. was weird. Not weird, but perfectly executed. Yeah. Because if these photos are being taken in 2018 and you know, 2014, 2010, right. why come out now? But at the same time, did anyone see that jewel that jewel pod they found in the desert? Did you see that? It was oh, like a metal. Cool. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what the hell? The, the, the jewel, jewel stick. <laughs> the jewel it stick. Like a jewel pod, they, yeah. they found a jewel what stick. What the hell's the name of it? Now this is going to annoy me. In I'm Arizona. Cool. And then they found it in like, then it, it disappeared. And then it reappeared in like another, another country. Well, did you see the videos that they had? Someone flew a drone over the Utah desert at night, and there was these three dudes who literally just <laughs> lifted it up in the middle of the night and ran away with it. <laughs> I didn't see that. <laughs> that was so, genius. <laughs> yeah, so there was one in Utah, I believe, California, Arizona, and then there was one in another in some weird country. I can't remember. I looked into this. I almost used this. What, was it, what are the names of them, Mike? Um, something with an M. Uh, yes. Like a, a mana, mana something? Monolith. 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 There we yes, go. Monolith. Yeah. What is it? Is it like a metal? It's a. Is it heavy? How tall is it? The picture is so very deceiving. I actually googled what a monolith is. I think, or when I, because I was like interested in, it, I'm like, what the hell? Like, why is this such a big deal? It's just a, a a long, like a tall, long, like thin structure. That's all it is. That's all. That's like that. I think that's like the yeah. main definition or the main characteristics of a monolith. Some people some think it's a black. Oh, I thought some news articles were comparing it to some like part in the movie The Ten Commandments, like it was some kind of thing. I don't know. I don't oh, know. So that I that maybe that's why it got such crazy media yeah. attention. Um, yeah, and, but, and the fact that nobody knew what the fuck was going on with it. So it was just there the and gone. The is a large single upright block of stone, especially one shaped into or serving as a pillar or monument. So when I when I you know when I Google that I'm like what okay who the hell cares the big tall stone sick and you know everyone's making it seem like but I guess maybe that's why Mike because I I never saw that you know. don't take my word for it I just saw that in some article I pulled up that they were comparing it, it to sense, like though, religious things or something I was like the I don't internet know. was losing their mind for a solid three yeah. days and little did we know that it was just three probably like stoned or drunk dudes who just you know put it there. <laughs> And then waited like, the desert and pulled it away. It's yeah. like in college when like people get drunk and like steal up like like a parking cone. It's, right. it's like the same shit, but, <laughs> but for fucking desert, uh, for fucking desert hobos. Chris, when when you first said that with the with the jewel pod in the desert for a split second, I literally thought there was like a story about people finding a jewel pod in the desert. I was like, I was like, whose jewel pod was it? Was it like Tom Cruise's jewel pod? Why is that a story? They traced exactly what it was. It's exactly what it was. It was uh, the, the sequel of Top Gun. They dropped over some uh, jewel pods, jewel sticks, I guess they're called. Um, so my other question is... So let me ask you guys this. So I think you're all, I'm on the presumption that you all believe in some type of extra, extraterrestrial, I said extra curriculum, extraterrestrial activity. <laughs> you know, yeah. arts and crafts, youth basketball, <laughs> you believe in this. Does it work? A big art you guys believe in UFOs though, right? Yeah. I For the most so. part. Yeah. You have yeah, to. Yeah. yeah. You'd be stupid so, not to say there's So something. let me ask you this. What's your, what's your feelings on ghosts? You guys believe no. in that? No. Out, no, out on ghosts. What about you, Mike? Do you? Uh, I'm I'm out on ghosts as well. I I think that ghosts are. 
I think it's an idea made up by people that just happen to take things like, okay, like you're sleeping at night, like paranormal activity. People say that that was one of the scariest movies I've ever seen. I'm sorry. I sat there laughing the entire time. Like they have a video camera in their room. They're sleeping. Their door shuts. Okay, there was a breeze of wind. I can't tell you how many times it's happened to me. Like the cor- the curtains move. Okay, it's super windy out. There's no ghosts. I- I'm sorry. There's no way. You know what my I, my I personally believe in them, but go on, Paul. Really? My 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 favorite uh like uh examples of of like ghost or paranormal activity is is the sh- is the show Ghost Hunters. Have you guys ever yeah. seen that? Yes. I love that. By it, far <laughs> one of the best shows of all time. <laughs> it's like with like that Jack dude with the Mohawk, Zach, his name is, and like he goes hunting for ghosts, and the shit like they have staged is so funny. It'll be like He'll be like walking through a house with like the night vision on, and it'll be like, "Hey, ghost, I'm here. If you want to attack me, come attack me." And then you'll hear like, "Fuck you, Zach." And it'll be like, "What?" Oh, Did the ghost just say, "Fuck you, Zach?" And then what happened? We play that. Fuck you, Zach. And then like a brick will fly across the screen. <laughs> Who did, like, that? Like those... Who did that? <laughs> I love the shows like Chasing Sasquatch too. Like they're they never catch him. They're just running through the woods and they're like, ah, I, I almost got him. <laughs> like, <laughs> the, the Sasquatch calls make me lose my mind. They're like, groan, groan. <laughs> you know, that's the official Sasquatch call. And like the people <laughs> film, are you kidding me? I wouldn't be able to sit there with a straight face on either show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, I like it to be known for everyone watching us live right now. Yes, I am drinking wine now. I no ice, to- boy, Mike. There you go. No, no ice in my red wine. I'm not Pauly. Hmm. Wait, so Paul, Chris, that, that's gonna hurt your street cred. Yeah, <laughs> you know what? Like, I like thought it was weird. For I mean, it is. I guess it is weird. But like, I kind of like hid that I prefer it that way. But then it just got to the point where it's like that's just the way I like it. What am I gonna let how other people like it affect the way I like it? Absolutely. Hey, uh, write in our comment section below if you now hate Paul because he puts ice in his red wine. Yeah, drop a comment, link. Right, a link and, and, comment. and hit the like button while you're at it too. Smash that subscribe button button. while you're down there. Um, wait, Chris. Like I think I. Oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> Chris, did you want to go into more of uh, of 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 your feelings about ghosts? I'm kind of interested. Yeah, it seems so, pretty bad. So here's the thing with ghosts. It's funny. I don't want to bring up other people's podcasts, but something with Post Malone and Joe Rogan's podcast, they mentioned was like, if I was a ghost, I would want to go on the beach. Like, why isn't there any ghosts on the beach? Like, why isn't that? Why aren't the ghost hunters like, look, and you know what? What they say makes sense. Because, you know, if I was a ghost, I would be on an island in Greece, sunbathing in the day. And chilling by the bar at night. I want to be in this spooky little house. So that, that kind of makes me think of why is there ghosts in certain places that kind of ask that question. Wait, so I believe the the myth of the ghost is because mm-hmm. they're haunted, like they didn't finish something in this life and they're like restricted to an area. Am I right? It's not like I hey, go hang so. out wherever you want to hang out. Casper, it's like he's just the boy. Well, he's Casper's the friendly friend. ghost. He's right. the lucky. But he comes I'm, out during I'm Christmas. Sure yeah, I'm pretty sure if you're a ghost, it's because you're haunting this specific area because of a problem, not because yeah, of I, I believe whatever. you're right, Mike. I think there's yeah. stipulations. I don't think it's like you die, now you're a ghost. Hey, go to the Bahamas if you want. I think it's like, <laughs> Free vacation. Hey, no, 
<laughs> yeah, like you're a ghost because of X, Y, and Z, and now you have to hang out in this shit house with shitty, shitty floors and shitty, shitty people that live in there. But then, Chris, also let me ask you. So even if you happen to be a ghost who, mm-hmm. I guess your business ended or your unfinished business is on a beach, right? You're out in the wide open. How the hell is anyone going to see you? Or, you know, usually when you're like, confined to a house or somewhere tight, there's right. little, like, you know, four creaks. Um, the door shuts. The shades move. On the beach, what? The waves you, crash? Like, that's normal. You, the sand gotta, blows? Like, that's normal. You kick sand into their potato salad. <laughs> <laughs> Did you bring potato salad to the beach? You just kick sand into Fuck the ghost. Rocket power, love it. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, wow. I didn't think anyone would get the reference. Oh, great. It's golden. Um, I think that wave... It, I might just go on a limb with this one. I think I'm just kind of understanding what ghosts are just on this podcast. And I'm convinced that, that waves are created by ghosts. No, that's now, the do you moon, think it's my like, guy. Wait, yeah, but who says the moon is the, the the moon? The moon isn't created by a ghost. Now, do you think that the waves is one ghost per beach pushing it, or do they have like a thousand I, little? I ghosts? think he's blowing it. I think he's like, it's one. Who's he? Who is he? <laughs> JC? Does, does he have an? Is it? Is it the ghost of JC's tapeworm? Let us know. <laughs> Poor little feller. He had nine months and then was a stillborn. Unreal. <laughs> Never had a fucking chance. <laughs> That's the funniest thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> I do. So I oh, don't believe in ghosts, but I also believe the house I currently live in is kind of haunted. I try to <laughs> I <laughs> I try to make sense of everything that has happened here. Um like you said, like uh like there's a window open. Like that's why something's shut here and there. But at the same point, when I do make sense of some things, I still think this is a little haunted of a house. So I live in it like a, it's like an old bed and breakfast in Ocean Grove. And it, the mm-hmm. house is built in like 1860, 1870, something like that. And there's all these like creepy fucking pictures around and, and like weird dolls in these rooms. I don't know. The one behind you on your right shoulder. That, uh, exactly. that looks pretty you can sweet. See there's, <laughs> there's black and white old fucking 1800 <laughs> photos everywhere. Do, do you ever hear like a soft voice going, just like "fuck you, Mike"? <laughs> yeah, they just go. <laughs> a brick goes across. The brick out of nowhere. Yeah. Fuck you, Zach. <laughs> no, that's great. We've seen, so we've had our uh, us sitting on the couch. We've had our bedroom light just turn on out of no. Like we both like, you know, when like there's no light on, and then it just goes, and you just like turn your head. You we both notice at the same point turned on. We've had a strip of lights. There's like a, a light strip that goes up the staircase. That was always like really dull, like really old looking, like it was going to die. And one day randomly we just walk up and it's like really fucking bright to where our landlord came and asked me if I like turned the switch on or something. And I was like, no, I thought you did. And she was like, no, I thought you did. And I was just like, I guess it's haunted. And the landlord did not laugh. They said it was haunted. (laughs) Um, And yeah, like this closet door opens and closes all the time. And it has a mirror on it too. So a couple of me and Lindsay ourselves, separate times, have looked in the mirror on the closet door. And you know, you just stop and stare at yourself for like one second randomly. That's the time. That's the time the door has opened. You're like, I'm just, I stop for one second. I look in the mirror and it opens right in front of me. And she did the same one time. So like there's been things that's happened around this house that I cannot explain. That are kind of weird, and I have no idea what the fuck's going on. It's a really old house. 
I feel like I'm living in The Shining sometimes. <laughs> yeah, you're still on the anti-ghost train, though. But I still don't believe in the- ghosts. <laughs> this house might be haunted, but I don't believe in ghosts. Do you believe in, like, Illuminati and, like, secret societies? Are you guys into that stuff? Do you believe in that stuff or no? Like, eyes wide shut type shit? Yeah. Like, you know, like, the, there's, like, a hot... No, there's, like, not. a... Not, not, not the I word. The other, the other, it's like a secret society, like uh, Coconut Grove. Was it called Coconut Grove, and things like that? They all meet in one place once a year, like the richest people in the world. You believe any of that? That's shit stuff, whatever. <laughs> I think that there, there definitely are a group of elite rich people that secretly do I- illegal things and get away well, with I was it because say, they're and this rich. might be very controversial, and I'm, I'm gonna apologize in advance. Wasn't that Epstein's island? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Yeah. like in that case, yeah, sure. Do I think that all these elitists are friends? One hundred percent. Do they all do some things that aren't in the public eye that are probably against the law? Yeah, and I think you know the Epstein's Island was the first thing to kind of unravel that in and of itself. We would have never known that, and things like that are just you know sickening. But, well, I mean, going off of that, like Eyes Wide Shot, the Tom Cruise movie that I recently watched uh, with Coppola, right, directed it. He died, I think, before it came out. Apparently, he was warned not to release this movie of like yes. that secret society of rich Hollywood people. I don't even I don't think the movie says Hollywood, but I think that's I think really that was what like it is. A lot of Hollywood type people. Right. So, I mean, they, he died of a quote unquote heart attack, I think. Oh, I'm getting a text of my Kubrick, Stanley Kubrick. I said Coppola, my bad. Stanley Kubrick. <laughs> I got a fact checker that listens to everything I say. Sorry. Honestly, I respect the hell out of that. <laughs> yeah. So Stanley Kubrick. Is it the ghost that lives there? <laughs> yeah, it's it's, it's actually fuck the house. Mike. It's cool, the house just knocked. Pete fuck you, Mike. Yeah. He fact checks and follows up fuck you, Mike. Yeah, it's Kubrick, you fucking asshole. Uh, yeah, Stanley Kubrick, uh, yeah, died, like, I think before the movie even was released, so, uh, I mean, there's something to be said there, if you believe in a little conspiracy there, but, I don't know. I don't know. Hmm. Could be. I'll tell you what, that is a perfect segue to our next segment. (laughs) That's a perfect segment. (laughs) (laughs) And it is called, you guys know him. Alex Sports Fact of the Day. Alex Sports Fact of the Day. We're going to give our friend Alex. Whatever fact. Alex Baker? Yep, I'm calling him right now. Uh, Alex Baker. (laughs) The Man of Steel. What's going on? Uh, first of all, I, I want to apologize for not answering your text sooner. I really didn't see it. That's not like me, and you know that. Yeah, I was, I was, I was going to say you ignored my text for six hours or so. Something that wasn't important, but I, but I went out of my way to say Paul would like this. Alec, I want you to know that's not like me. That's on me. I didn't even see it till now, and I apologize. But more importantly, we have two really, really special people on the show right now. It's Mike Setti and Chris Gallietta. Do you want to say hi to them? Alex. That's What's up, man? What's going on? <laughs> um, and we need to know what your sports fact of the of the day is. Damn, my sports fact of the day. I have a good one. You know why? For some reason, uh, at work, we were just talking. 
about football commercials. And do you remember the the original Coors Light commercials uh, and Twins? Yes, of course. Yes, of course. So that got me thinking, you know, it'd be like those, those Twins were cheerleaders. What, what is football without cheerleaders right now? Especially without fans of the fans. It's a little sad. I can't really see it anymore. But Mike would actually like this one. Did you know that the Dallas Cowboys had the first cheerleading squad hired in the year 1972? Interesting. That seems a little late. Super Bowl year. Well, uh, actually, I'm not going to say it. But <laughs> <laughs> well, Alec, what do you think about uh, about that fact? I think I felt like, you know... You- you always tell us a fact, and we kind of tell our thoughts on it. I feel like it might be interesting for us to know your thoughts about it. Yeah, I mean, I... All right, I hung up on him. So... <laughs> <laughs> Perfectly executed. That was incredible. So, Paul. The question was, so it was like a fact on the first cheerleaders were in 1972 by the Cowboys? Is that what he said? Yes. 73? I believe that's a fact. Paul, real quick, the reason why I was excited for a second is I saw the first Bills touchdown was Cole Beasley. I don't know if you bet it. Did you bet Whoa. it? No, I didn't bet Wait, it. But I... Can I take it back? But it said it was in the second quarter and San Fran scored in the first quarter. Oh, <laughs> uh, that stinks. Uh, <laughs> what bets, I bet a what bets do we have going on tonight, boys? I had a Cole Beasley scores the first touchdown parlay. I got my money back on it, but I lost $280. All right, but ah, going off shit. of this back, I mean, I think everyone – if you would take an educated guess on who had the first cheerleaders, it would be you would probably say America's the Cowboys. Team, no doubt about it. They have the most famous cheerleading squad, and I believe it's because of the 70s. The Cowboys won those two Super Bowls, and they introduced the cheerleaders the same years. They won on, like, USO tours, and they were famous. When, you know? so. was The NFL started in, what, 66? And the only reason I say that is because Jets won Super Bowl three in 69, so I, I just— you know, would assume it was either 66, 67. So I'm surprised it took five, you know, five years to introduce cheerleaders to the world. You know what? I at first said, oh, wow, later than I thought. But now that you said it started, the NFL started in 66, that doesn't seem so late. Well, that's the actual NFL league, right? It was right, football yeah. way before American. that. I just. I only know NFL standards because Jets Super Bowl three. That's all I got as a Jets fan. Pop Warner. <laughs> Pop Warner is a version of football. It's a version of the Jets. There's a bunch of I can name oh. like five five Pop Warner teams that would beat the Jets today. Yeah, Dude, I thought I'm you were just literally naming types right of now. football. And it all those Pop football. Warner teams are mighty mites. <laughs> and you yeah. know what? It doesn't even matter. Uh, this is this is the happiest I've ever been on a Jets Monday in a very long time. Wow. Because they lost in the last second. It was glorious. That was, was this was my 2020 Super Bowl. You know that was that was a blown that that play was supposed to be the way it was too. Cover like zero, they literally yeah. everybody on a Hail Mary play. <laughs> it so, was ridiculous. After watching the play live and watching replays of it, I would have bet my entire life that that was completely planned. It was they, that was a tanking until I watched. Um, what is it? I, I guess it was. Is it the Get Up or no? I think it might might have been NFL Live with um, Dan Orlovsky, Ryan Clark, and uh, Greeny and Rex Ryan. And Greg Williams has a tendency to do that at the end of every game because he 
has this like ego thing where he wants to make a statement where the last play of the game, he's just going to all out blitz you and just, he wants to end the game on a sack and just be like, F you. You didn't even get a chance to throw the ball at the last second. This just happened to fail. So yeah, you know what? As I said that, like, you know, that was a, a botched play, like you were trying to lose. But I took it back because I remembered I'm talking about the New York Jets. And <laughs> that was not a botched play. Everyone wants to believe it was a botched play. And I, I just said it myself. I take. It I think the Jets wanted to back. win so badly. The, the Jets so fucking much. suck. And if there was any and, and let alone the players, the players are going to try, <laughs> let alone anything. The players want to win. They're, they're, they're playing the game. Yes. If they, if you want to blame the coaches, I think that the coaches at the Jets hire, I mean, as you as a Jet fan, you're wearing a Jet shirt right now. You know they're fucking, re- I don't want to say the R word, idiots. They're yes. stupid. Um, and that's putting so, it nicely, so I appreciate so don't, it. Like, <laughs> yeah. So you know how stupid these coaches are? Don't try to act like they knew that they were tanking that game. They fucking, they, are, they, they, tried, they tried to win. They, yeah. That was just, that was a case of, Getting the jitters of, oh, my God, we got our first win. We we have our first win in the bag. There's no way on earth if we send an all-out blitz, they're going to hit a 45-yard Hail Mary. We got this. We did it, boys. Let's end and make it a statement win for our first win ever. And sure as shit. Fastest player in the miracles, NFL. Like, miracles yeah. happened. Miracles. Jet fans, you guys want to sit there all day and say, Trevor Lawrence, Trevor Lawrence, Trevor Lawrence. I'm still not convinced he's coming. And on top of it, look, Sam Darnold's a good quarterback. I I don't care what anyone says. He's a good quarterback. Trevor Lawrence, even if he gets drafted, it's not turning your team around. Next year, you have two wins. It's only two wins. It's not going to be anything. I disagree with the two wins, but I agree with the fact that Trevor Lawrence in this current state, absolutely, they suck. But I think you fire Gase. Joe Douglas seems to be a guy that has respect around the league and has – some sort of, you know, head on like head on his shoulders. You draft Trevor Lawrence, you at least become an attractive destination for good football coaches. And you have $80 million in cap space. Maybe, not saying likely because it's the Jets we're talking about, maybe you, you right the ship over time. But Trevor Lawrence and a smart GM and a lot of cap space are the starting recipe for building a winning team. Now and that, and that's Sam Darnold on our Jet segment of the week, and this is the Michael K show. <laughs> Listen, I'll, the I'll Jets fucking suck. <laughs> <laughs> Amen to that. Now let's move Moment on. 12. I'll tell you what. Let's move in to our last and final segment, mm. and it's called the Meme Economy. Turn those machines back on. It's the meme economy. So yes. what this is, this this segment's kind of taken like uh, many different forms throughout the season. But essentially what it is, is we just talk about something trending and how we feel about it. Do we buy it? Do we sell it? It's the meme economy. It goes up, it goes down. Buy so the dip. buy the dip. Don't be a pussy. Exactly. Not, That's the number one piece of advice. If, if I leave this show and never come back, buy the dip. Oh, you lost money? Oh, I think you mean the stock just went on sale. 
buy it. <laughs> hey, a- AMC theaters, buy it. Buy the dip. Buy the buy dip. It. Buy the dip. Go buy back to the bulls. The, ma- bulls the, make money. Bears lose money. Pigs get slaughtered. Bull run. Bull First run. Time. Bull there, run. There's only one way to go, and that's up, boys. That's up. Mm. Okay. Let's go. So, what's trending? Not necessarily this week. It's kind of been like over the past few months, like even like the past year. But it's definitely re gotten some gotten some more life this week. And that trend is not boxers boxing. The trend of people who don't box professionally boxing. And how do we feel about that? Recently, we saw Jake Paul knock Nate Robinson the fuck out. He, that was like a, fuck a, a, Brutal. a cataclysmic knockout. And then Brutal. we have now been booked Floyd Mayweather versus Logan Paul. So let me tell you my thoughts about it so far. Wait, I wait, wait. So one was – wait, one was Logan Paul. This is Jake Paul? Jake, Jake Paul's his brother. Okay. Jake Paul fought Nate Robinson, and then now Logan Paul is, is going to fight oh, so uh, they, Floyd Mayweather. Oh, See, Boy, I money Mayweather. So I just assumed it was the same one because they both look alike to me, and I don't really, I don't follow. Them. So <laughs> just because balls. he won, because he went trending the other week with knocking out Nate Robinson, I just assumed it was the same Paul brother. I didn't realize this is a no. different Paul. Wow. So this is Did my Paul... my real my real time reaction to finding out it's a different brother. Yeah. Mike is shocked. Shot. And, and and Jake Paul is allegedly trying to box Conor McGregor, which would be like really funny too. But, seen, but they're also trying to say he wants to like wait until he fights a couple other guys, so it would be like a three year wait. And then they said Conor would be way out of his prime at that point, so it's like somewhat likely to like be okay. So here's my thoughts about it. I think that the Paul brothers have built an amazing. An amazing business opportunity because people hate them so much. I don't really have an opinion on them as people. They seem like, I don't know, whatever. Like, I could see what how people think they're annoying, but like, I don't know. I don't really follow them. So they're just like, whatever. But it seems that like people hate them so much that they're willing to buy pay per views to see them get hurt, like to see them get punched in the face. Like, that's why. People want to see Floyd Floyd Mayweather and Logan Paul because, like, obviously Floyd Mayweather, I mean, even if he's out of his prime, arguably the best boxer of all time is now going to be fighting him. And it's strictly because people don't like (laughs) Logan Paul and want to see him fucking get beat up. And that fight is going to go one of two ways. One... Floyd Mayweather is just going to play around with him and not really try like hard. with McGregor. Yeah, and just kind of exactly. dance around and just, like, win off of points. Rope-a-dope. Or two, if he actually tries to fight him, you'll, like, really see the difference between a professional fighter and some dude who, like, trains for a few years. You know, like, because I, I, even though Logan Paul is, like, a bigger guy than Floyd Mayweather, I think by a significant amount, like 40 yeah, pounds, something like that, yeah. I think if Floyd Mayweather really wanted to, he could fucking knock him out in like two minutes, you know, without a doubt. Okay, without I have two. I have a couple comments here of whatever everything you just said. One, Conor McGregor, like Floyd Mayweather, did not play with Conor McGregor. He just didn't know what he was doing, and Conor was in his prime at that point. He just had he was a different sport he was playing. Couldn't disagree. Other, other than that, Jake and Logan <laughs> Paul. Again, I have no idea which one is which. 
But whoever is the younger one, I believe, is the one that walked through like that Chinese forest and like. No, filmed, like, that's Logan. That's Logan. He's the one. Either way, fuck that kid. His uh, his brother though. I remember when that happened. His brother came out with like a normal statement, like trying to like, you know, kind of say what his brother did was fucked up, but like calm people down. And I respect his brother. So whatever one that one is, I that's like him. Man. But that's the one who also thinks that he could take Conor McGregor in a boxing match because he knocked out Nate Robinson, who has all of, you know, an hour and a half of boxing experience. But I'll I'll give I'll give him. Well, one thing, like, you want to play Connor in a boxing match is not fighting Connor. Connor doesn't know how to box. Connor, again, Connor tried to learn how to box in two months, and then you saw what happened. He went against the greatest fighter of all time. See, what but, do you expect? But you, but you said, though, from him not having boxing experience, you said Connor, I'm sorry, you said Floyd didn't toy with him. But, I don't think he toyed with him because Connor still went, has they went fast hands. They went nine or ten rounds before McGregor finally, I'm sorry, Floyd finally TKO'd him. And I think he did toy with him. That's why they went ten rounds. Because Connor's Connor tagged him. He and tagged him in rounds one to three. Wait, Correct wait, me if Floyd. I'm wrong. Didn't Floyd say he bet on himself to beat Connor in round ten? Like specifically? Yes. yes. And that's yeah, why then. You know, if you watch, when did he say that? I remember After the fight? I actually Flo- remember Floyd, wait, I'm pretty sure McGregor. he said that. He did. After I the bet fight. on McGregor. And McGregor, after the first three or four rounds, I was so jacked up. I'm like, this isn't even close. McGregor won round one, round two, round three, round four. Because Floyd just sat there and just ate punch after punch. But obviously in boxing, they weren't they weren't impact punches. He's getting hit on the shoulder. He's getting hit in the bicep. And then finally, rounds five and on, he started opening up in round 10. Floyd did what Floyd does and showed why he's the greatest boxer ever, I guess, well, pound for pound, and TKO'd him in round 10 and won a shit ton of money in doing so. Why I say I, that, though, is I'm a UFC yeah. fan, and and Connor was more in his prime at that point, not, like, yes. less now because he doesn't fight. And Mayweather was, like, what, 50-something years old? Like, he's yeah. old. I, and this is nothing against Mayweather. He's way old to be fighting Connor when they fought, like, a couple years ago, you know? He was fighting someone half his age almost. So I give he's him all the respect right in the now. world. But he's also, oh, either way, <laughs> I was way off. Uh, oh, is he three now? He was. He's like nine. He's old. Grandpa Floyd. He, he was like fifty-four and zero at the time, or whatever. You know, like it's he's forty-nine. Untouchable, untouchable. But let me, either let me way. just let me just Go. say this. So I've, I've I've been kind of gra- gra- you know digesting everything you guys have been saying. First thing is the way Floyd Mayweather fights. He's the type of fighter that's 100% defense. Like, that's his strategy. He doesn't throw any punches. Point, he, yeah, yeah he, wears, he wears them out. He makes them all, like, throw their punches, and he'll just, you know, dodge it. And kind of like Muhammad Ali, how he used to, like, rope-a-dope him. He wears them out, and then all of a sudden he just flips the switch, and then he goes on. That's kind of like, you know, a weak opponent. Hits him with the punches, knocks him out. That's his strategy. As far as Logan Paul and Jake Paul goes, I might be in the minority on this one. I listen to Logan Paul's podcast every day, Impulsive. Definitely Nowadays, that's, yeah, that's the name of his podcast. <laughs> and and let me just say this. He's a totally different person now, Logan Paul. I'm not saying he's going to beat Floyd Mayweather. I think he's going to get his ass kicked quickly. But I think that Jake Paul has a better chance of being Floyd Mayweather. Jake Paul, that's all he does. He's 24 years old. He's 2-0. He's 24. He's 24 years old. He's 
He's trained for three months straight, they said, before Nate Robinson's fight. To fight Nate I, Robinson, though. I, I'm yeah, glad you retracted your statement and said that you think Floyd's going to kick his ass because I was going to make you a hefty, hefty wager on a live podcast about that. <laughs> it, it's not even close. It's not even going to be close. No, Floyd, it's not going to be close. They're different. They're different. And Conor McGregor, if given the opportunity, is going to murder Jake Paul. These Paul kids, they fight KSI, another YouTuber. Like, throw me in the fucking ring, and I will gladly go a half a round with any of these guys and get my ass knocked out for $50 million. And sign me up. You want to give me a promo tape? Down. It, but it's, all it's, about, it's all about it's height and weight, though. Like, you can't really compare them because it's like – Dude, I have almost Logan Paul is Logan Floyd. Paul is so oh, tall. And he would he him compared to Floyd. It's such a different like matchup. I don't know how it's even sanctioned. How they're it's allowed to even do it. Professional it, fighting. It, they do this for a living. It is true that like, what the fuck? It is true that like, Logan is so much bigger that like, if on the off chance he did get like a solid shot on him, he <laughs> could like do something. But <laughs> I don't think he'll even get in that stratosphere. I don't, I don't even think he'll get close to landing a good think shot. About, like think about like grow like in in Floyd's lifetime, right? Pacquiao was considered the only guy that I guess was even on the same planet as him, right? And they fought once or twice. I know the first fight was kind. Of, it was just once. Can I say something? Either one, either way. As much as I respect Floyd, he waited until Pacquiao was was way was out of the process. Ever fight him? That fight was supposed to happen years, but, maybe but like again, a decade earlier. Before but is that, he is that just because Floyd is so tactical in his opponents? So is that tactical, or is that being a pussy and waiting until you know you can beat him? He's younger than him. Technically, I guess both. <laughs> it's tactical <laughs> by waiting that like long. Like he's more right? concerned about his his record. Yes, then it's about being the best person that he could beat. His record's only undefeated. And wait, he might have faced him in the prime and beaten him, but he he was skeptical, and that's why he waited a decade before he fought him. Right. Yeah, and, I and, guess and, so. that's an asterisk on Floyd's record for all time. And look, I'm not a huge boxing fan, but I can look at a sport of what it is. I think Floyd's yeah. the greatest that's ever fought. But at the same point, you can say he also denied a fight for a decade before he accepted it. I like, agree. That's not, that's not something to respect. I agree, and he would lose to Paul. He would lose to Pacquiao today because Pacquiao is so much better than he is right now, by far. Pacquiao's fought people who've won champion. He won a championship like two years ago. Pacquiao, Floyd Mayweather hasn't won a championship in like four years, five years. I, I think though, regardless of who you think would win in each fight, what do you think in general of this trend? Of, of of YouTubers of celebrities doing boxing, Hate I think it. I I think genius. it's genius too. Honestly, like I, I said, <laughs> the rant I just went on earlier. Sign me up if you want me. I just need to hit it big on on YouTube first. Sign me up. I will gladly step in the ring with Logan and Jake Paul next. Sure, I'll take an ass beating. It's, it's Who cares? It's basically clip false. it. Clip it. Please, it's clip it and send it to click me. Click me. Famous enough to go to toe to toe with them. Bring it on. Bring like, it on, Pauls. I'll take them two on one if that's what if that's what'll bring in the money. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I would. T- I get knocked out for a, like you know a hundred grand or something. That's I don't care. <laughs> I, by any means, by anyone, by Mike Tyson, because uh, ah, he just falls. Not Mike Tyson. Dude. I would dude. get no. I would Ed Helms Mike Tyson that would fucking kill me. I, like, it wouldn't be a knockout. Last week, no, no, thank you. Fifty something year old Mike Tyson. Hell no. He's still dude, I would go 
I would sign up for the Hangover Part One. Mike Tyson scene. Real. I'm the stunt man. Hit me. Please tell me at least a million. Hundred G's. I would take a hundred uh, G's. What? I take one nap. I wake up. I'm a hundred thousand dollars richer. What? And your brain care? might. Be, your brain might be. You know. Oh, dead. One concussion after nine months of a tapeworm. Troy Aikman has a thousand <laughs> concussions and he still does Fox with Joe Buck. I can take one concussion and have a hundred thousand dollars. I'll take yeah, it. But he's no Tony All Romo. I'm saying is don't he's set the no bar so low. <laughs> don't set the bar huge so hands. Low. Don't sell yourself <laughs> short, Mike. Take at least a mil. <laughs> so, sure, Donald Trump's got to look at fucking Troy Aikman's hands, dude. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's got, got legs as fingers. Fit. The gloves don't even fit. His hands are too big. <laughs> but well, um, to wrap that up, though, Paul, I think genius, absolutely genius move. Yeah, I, I hate it on their part. Why I'm going to buy this trend is because who in the United? I know, like in uh, you know Latin America, uh, Hispanic, whatever. It, boxing is still a big sport. Boxing is zero. M- take away Conor McGregor, who's from Ireland, and then Floyd Mayweather fight. Nobody has watched boxing in the last. 20 years in this country. Well, it's like those two it's big coming dudes. back, Chris. Uh, <laughs> I love boxing. It's coming Ryan, back. Ryan Garcia. Ryan Garcia. There, Gerv- there's this Gervonta Gervais. Davis. Gervonta Davis. You have Danny Garcia. You got Mike Wilder. Campbell. Deontay Wilder. Wilder Tyson Fury. Fury. Anthony Joshua. You have seven big superstars that are all undefeated. Well, besides the heavyweights, they've had more experience. Obviously, there's a couple losses recently. But those seven heavy hitters have made such a resurgence for boxing that my defense to the whole Logan Paul thing is we're going the other way with this. There's so many other big – Earl Spence, uh, Crawford. Yeah, but I don't know who any of those people are. But, yeah, Logan exactly. Paul is. So, right. So, to, the, to Mike to the and Paul's point, defense, it, it's yeah. boxing. We know them because we watch the sport and we appre- like, we're fans of the sport. But to their defense, and I, I get where Mike and Paul are both coming from, boxing's a – dying breed it's a lost art no like the mcgregor's the, i'm sorry not the mcgregor's the mayweather's the pacquiao's what the tyson's what those guys were bringing in um the de la hoyas it's nothing compared like, oh, yeah. yeah. that is non-comparable to now because ufc honestly has taken over the the fighting yeah, sport yeah. like ufc is what everybody's talking about everyone and knows the, the top all, ufc guys and bringing up mayweather McGregor, right. the only time people have watched boxing in, in the past it's 20 years is a UFC right. fighter. Right. And, and, and or now a YouTuber. And honestly, if they use this to their advantage, I don't know like whose fight card they're on, what sport or what network or however it works. But like these Mike Tyson fights that people are watching at 55 years old and the Logan Paul fights. If if they can put some of these bigger boxers on that card, that you know everyone that Chris just said that I have no idea who the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> if you can link those guys on a on a YouTuber on Jake Paul Logan Paul fight on Mike Tyson on Conor McGregor whatever doing some like celebrity boxing match almost. Great shout. Can put, yeah, shout Death out. Match. If you can put those bigger like the really good boxers on the same card as them, that would bring something to the sport that people are missing but if they keep fighting separately i don't know how they're fighting i don't follow boxing again but that would be a sell on boxing like boxing is just you're not capitalizing how you can because i again i'm not watching boxing because ufc is 10 times better at this point of the game 
it, at this point of the game. I'm sorry. That, that's that's where it is. I want to see Logan Paul and Jake Paul step in the ring together. I would love that. That is boxing gold, and that's where we're I'll at. I'll buy that. I want to see a table ladders chair match. Logan Paul and Jake Paul versus The Rock in Mankind. Right no, no. Versus the Dudley Boys, dude. Versus the Dudley the Boys. Mankind, is, mankind is a personal hero of mine. I, 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 mankind was my favorite. I want or to late, emulate that guy. Wait, later, uh, uh, a ladder match versus Jeff Hardy and Matt Hardy versus the, the Paul brothers. And Goldust. Swung through the table on a bed of nails. Game over. Jeff Hardy has you. It's over. <laughs> and I'll tell you what, boys. I think that's a good way to wrap us up. We, we've uh, went an hour 20, hour 22. Mike Setti, Chris Gallietta, an amazing thank performance, you. as always, from the boys. We'd like to thank you for coming on. Any final words from you, too? Just thank you, man. This is great. I hope in, we can do it sooner than five years or however long it is. And uh, <laughs> this is fun, man. Thanks again. Appreciate it. Cheers. And thank you, fellas, for having us. You know, it's always a pleasure to run it back. And I'll end on this in the event that, you know, this goes viral to the Paul brothers. Logan and Jake, bring it on, boys. I got mm. you in the ring. If you mm. want to go tables, ladders, and chairs, I'll take me and Swaggy versus them, too, any day. $50 ahead on pay-per-view. Bring it on. Steel cage match. We got it, boys. Let's yep. go. We're out. Yep. Mike Schweig. For anyone watching this live, I'm trying to do like the the boxing guy in this in the ring type of view. <laughs> anyone watching the video? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, for for a friend of the podcast, Jess, I tried to drink. A, I had two glasses of no one glass of wine, two beers, and um, and two white Russians. I think I don't know, but I'm not that drunk yet. Next week, Jess. Next week, and for everybody else, check on your friends. <laughs>